Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in Acts chapter 20, looking at verse 25. In this verse, uh, Paul tells the Ephesian elders that he probably won't see them again. So you can just imagine the emotion that's going through the room right now. So let's listen to Acts chapter 20, verse 25, read from today's New International Version. Now I know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. Again, Acts chapter 20, verse 25, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights from Enduring Word, and I'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 20, verse 25, read from today's New International Version. And I'm sharing mostly from Enduring Word Commentary. If you need, uh, uh, if you're interested in more information, I would definitely, definitely encourage you to use uh, Bible Hub slash commentaries, and there you'll get lots of information. This one verse is packed with a lot of information because Paul is laying his heart before his the elders and these are men he probably all trained all of them so let me go right into what i have written down from life application study bible from enduring word and from uh, my own thoughts on the matter um paul let them know that i've been preaching god the kingdom of god among you for two years. Paul may have been convinced that none of these men would ever see him again. It is unknown if he ever did, but at this somber moment, Paul was saying goodbye to a group, most of whom he led to Christ by him and probably all of whom had been taught by him. And that's according to Life Application Study Bible. Paul did a lot in Ephesus. He was there for two years. In that city, God used him to work some amazing miracles. In that city also, you had the riot. But some of the uh, works and amazing uh, miracles, signs and wonders, Acts chapter 19, verse 11, uh, the hands of Paul did unusual miracles chapter 19 verse 12 handkerchiefs or aprons from Paul's body were brought to sick people and they were healed and delivered from demonic spirits 
And then in chapter uh, 19, verse 15, the mighty spirits said they knew Paul and his ministry when uh, some some other um, so-called prophets tried to cast demons out using the name of uh, the Christ that Paul speaks of. Paul was always uh, focused on the life-transforming power of the Word of God. And when the mob snatched up two of his uh, his companions, Paul was, um, he wanted to go and help, but the, the leaders of the church didn't, wouldn't allow it. And God had placed a le- leaders that were probably not Christians in positions to speak calmness and speak sense to this crowd. Uh, one of the commentaries said that the most, uh, the more democratic the form of government under which we live, the more needful it is to distinguish the voice of the people from the voice of the mob and to beware of exciting or being governed by clamor, however loud and long. And we know we are living in a time where it's hard to separate the two. And that's what happened with um, Demetrius. He was a silversmith. He was upset because he wasn't making money. He started a riot and he had to be put in check. Uh, the city council, uh, city secretary, whatever his title was, I can't remember now, but he uh, told Demetrius, do you really want Rome to look at us because of this thing that you started? You're the ringleader to this. So this is all the things that Paul has gone through. And he's saying, uh, I see more of this in my future, so I might not see your face again. But he, uh, Paul showed great sadness and great compassion and great courage. He told them something he hadn't told them before, that he would probably not see them again, that this would be the last time they'd see his face. And the commentaries, again, said they didn't know if... Uh, the men had moved on if they had uh, died or what because Paul did go back and it's no mention that he saw these leaders again this would be uh, like a bombshell to today's leaders don't forget the great bond that Paul had with these Ephesian leaders remember he was there two years and his ministry was very effective because it says all of Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jew and Greek. And they probably, you know, didn't believe him at first. They thought maybe, you know, Paul, how do you know this? But uh, the, all the commentaries said it, uh, a prophetic inkling, a prophetic, um, just a feeling or maybe a, a words of prophecy was spoken to him. However he knew, he knew. Because God is just that great of a God. He is great. He is good. He does care about his people. Paul's great love and concern for the leaders uh, and the congregation of Ephesus was simply a reflection of Jesus' love and concern. And a song came to my mind. The song says... Uh, that uh, to be like Jesus, 
that's part of the lyrics to be like Jesus to be like Jesus oh how I long to be like him but anyway the commentary says it's fascinating to think about how much Paul's life mirrored the life of Jesus like Jesus Paul traveled to Jerusalem with a group of disciples Paul was opposed by hostile Jews who plotted against, plotted against him, against his life. Paul made and received three successive predictions of his coming sufferings in Jerusalem, including being handed over to the Gentiles. Paul declared his readiness to lay down his life. Like Jesus, he was determined to complete his ministry and not be defeated and like jesus he expressed his abandonment to do nothing but the will of god let's pray father we thank you for your word we thank you for uh, the ministry of paul we thank you for ministries all over the world whose um, mission is to share the gospel. And we thank you, God, because some of them have the same testimony, that they will not see the converts ever again. They will not see their faces again. God, we pray for those who are a part of that work. Keep them safe is all we can pray. I know we can send money, we can send... um, aid of some kind but we can always pray because the money and the aid may not ever make it but the the prayers you do hear and you will answer so we thank you for that praying for those who need you in a special way and thanking you in advance for answered prayers and God you know I have my own personal praise right now because my son said he got to sign his contract today so Father we thank you for that He's been waiting so long. COVID and uh, pandemic affected the gig economy so badly. But thank you, Father, that most of them, especially my son, they're getting back on their feet now. Thank you, Father, for that. We praise you. And those, anyone else who has a praise report, now is the time to just say thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, for answered prayers. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.